0: Top All right, you guys ready? let Ready. Welcome back to Two Hummers and a Realist. This is the pod following the spring game. I am Steve, joined by Jay, Connor, and Lucas, but let's introduce ourselves. I'm Steve. I'm Connor. Lucas. Jay. I want to do a shout out to our listeners. I really appreciated seeing so many listeners today at the spring game. We saw Christian. We saw Joff. And we saw a good listener, Matt. Matt, I wish I could have had a longer conversation with you, but we introduced ourselves to Matt. He was up in our section. <laughs> yep. So that we was did, good. We did yell our names at him, though. We did yell our names, so he knew exactly who we were. Just him to know. I do appreciate his listenership, and I appreciate all the feedback and all seriousness. I'll just say this. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it, guys. I know it's controversial, and I don't know if all of you guys are going to agree with this, but I think it's clear we know we saw the best Sooner quarterback on the field today kyler murray yeah, without yeah, a doubt yeah. yep. and and then there's some room for doubt who number two was no there's not because baker mayfield was out there <laughs> and then jason white was out there and in spirit sam bradford was out there but he actually wasn't he was, dinner, he was at
1: the dinner last he was at the
0: statue building last night which but is he strange he yeah. wasn't he was there to too that. busy
2: today he's probably golfing
0: but yeah. uh in that group not in of this weather that group of yeah. former players that joined brent at the start there's probably a few quarterbacks in there that were pretty good um after that we're going to talk about who the actual season eligible quarterbacks are and and who might be better and who might be best. But I wanted to start with the very straightforward scoring system. We had uh, alluded to it or or mentioned it in the previous pod and it definitely lived up to billing.
2: No, yeah, I didn't I did not I did not keep book. Um I, as I said I might I it was I'm score. glad I, like I'm glad I did game. not keep score it was i had a well, google well they didn't either it's a
1: mess they didn't they, they didn't count everything that they not even close to what they sh- they claimed they were i
0: count. was running a google supercomputer remotely and it couldn't <laughs> keep up with what was going on it was well one thing we know for sure because we saw the official scoring that was as we're re-watching the game on espn plus they did not accurately keep the score they stopped at least counting sacks, among other things. So we don't know what the score actually would sacks,
3: have Sacks, batted balls. Um, yeah. The defense won by far. <laughs> the yeah.
0: defense won and was winning by far. But technically speaking, the defense won 84 to 82. Um, and that included some rinky-dink things like having fans do stuff that could earn points and having coaches do stuff and, like catch punts. Catch a punt machine. A race among students and two students throwing a football into a hoop. I bought a water. A I
2: bought a water, and I think I earned the red team three points. So <laughs> I, wore, I wore I wore white because I was rooting for the defense today.
0: Well, you your defense won, so I'm I'm pretty happy. So we got a lot to talk about, and most of it is, I guess, on the negative side. We could say. Um, so who wants to start us off with their thoughts of what they saw in the spring game? Lucas, um,
3: Lucas.
1: I saw a lot of. Bad offense and pretty decent defense for the most part. Um, we gave up four touchdowns, I believe. Um, two of them were completely missed coverages. Uh, the very first one was, was a good pump fake to Drake Stoops and he threw to Farouk over the top because they bit on the fake, On the fake, which that happens. I'm not going to lambast the defense over that, that small play, but... Two blown coverages later, one was a swing pass to Sawchuck, which they ran 73 swing passes, I believe. I'll have to, I'll have to get the <laughs> official transcripts, but, but I'm, I think there were 73 swing passes today. In the first half? No, it was overall, but um, it was either off-tackle left, off-tackle right, or swing pass mm-hmm. for the most part. If it wasn't a swing pass and it was something intermediate, Dylan Gabriel was overthrowing the receiver Or Jackson Arnold was getting sacked because he didn't really have much of an offensive line. Which is
2: the overthrow we've
1: seen. Yeah, I was hoping that would be corrected. There was at least two overthrows today. I
2: don't know. best pass came from Jackson Arnold on the last drive.
0: Maybe the best two passes. Yeah. One of them dropped and one of them a pass interference. Yeah, and one of them... Jaden Gibson dropped two passes today, that I
2: recall. So... I don't know. Because even,
3: even the late throw to Gibson for the two-point conversion play was a good... It's a good play. He didn't he didn't throw it immediately. He waited. He scrambled, bought time, and then found him in the back back of the end zone.
0: But he and really it. hit him, if from what I could see, right in the numbers. And I think right I was hands. the only person in the entire stands
1: rooting for the defense on that play. Probably everybody's so. yelling, go for two, win the game. And I'm like, they're going to go for two, but come on, defense, stop them, stop them. <laughs> and
0: everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. All all twenty five hundred fans. that You were know left they the didn't stadium. have to go for two though. They could have just kicked it in one. Because no, time, cause time were, had it expired. No, there was still uh-uh. five minutes on the clock. No, it was zero. They were playing to eighty four. No, it was zero. It had gone down to zero. The clock was zero. It was huh. two minutes when they started that drive, and I was surprised it went to zero. I looked up and, it, and they. Had marked I thought it there, it was no, was six there was a minutes. minute.
2: There was a minute
0: twenty three, and then they they they. they Made it go to zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they basically said last play. Because that's what Connor said. I said, this has to be the, all right, we were talking, this has to be the last player. And I said, they have to go for two. Because I did look up and it was like a minute something. I remember that now. Yeah. And I said, no, they could get a stop. They could get a stop. And yeah. they could. And, and they so, get points yeah. for stopping. But right. they also
1: yeah. didn't count the delay of game. Because the clock ran all the way down to zero. Right. And they were like, or whatever that oh, no, we're trying yeah. to decide if we should go for this. I'm like, yeah, they're obviously going to go how, for how it. How is it not obvious? Yeah. And there was no timeouts. Bad clock management. Bad again. clock management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bad clock management. Big shock there. So, yeah. Well, speaking of clock management, before we get going too much more in the general scheme of this game, one note that, or, or point that I noted during the game with the new rules that have just come out by as the NCAA, yesterday. as of yesterday, no longer will we get an automatic stoppage of the clock on a first down until they mark the ball. So I don't know if OU's going to be able to manage that. Yeah, it's a lot. I really honestly worry about OU's ability in, in that regard to get the play in. And it, I, I, we noticed today because it was the end of the half and they were doing a hurry up and they actually did stop the clock after the first down and we end up scoring a touchdown right before halftime, but I don't think we would have gotten a They wouldn't placement. have counted. And, no, actually, they might have been starting the clock because we called a timeout. But it, it appeared that they had stopped the clock incorrectly um, based on the new rule. Uh, and so, uh, anyway, I have a serious slight concern, so it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but a serious concern with our offense and, and the sputtering that we did in clock management and last-minute drives, will we be able to manage a clock where first downs um, don't stop the clock and a lot of these coaches who depend on it um, they built their whole offensive scheme on that and obviously in the NFL you've known for you know for a long time that's not been a possibility and so last minute drives are designed very differently so it'll be interesting to see how teams adapt to that notably OU well Jay you pointed out something talking about the offense a second ago that I thought was a really good point you were saying they don't flow well talk more about that Yeah, it just,
3: you know, we don't know how much they're showing or don't want to show or whatever it is for a spring game. But, and maybe this is one of the things that made Lincoln so good, but play call number two doesn't seem to be built off the first play call and play call number three off the second and so forth. So it it just seems like we're just calling plays to call plays. There's no real setup. And and maybe that's just being too harsh for a spring game, or maybe it's even just too difficult to tell it from this type of game when you're playing yourself. But, I don't know. The offense was concerning today, mainly because, unlike what I had hoped for, you had the ones playing the twos for the most part. and
2: We still didn't show a lot. We
3: did not do very well. Now, you could maybe say well maybe our twos on defense are better than we thought or that's a good sign that we're adding depth to the defense but still your number one offense should absolutely move the football methodically at times against your number two defense
2: yeah i think the i think offensively i mean it's i don't know if it's just we didn't want to do a lot i we from what i from what i watched it did not look like we worked on much of anything Like from a strategy perspective, creativity, creativity, like it was so just, you mean like last season? Very much so. Like truly, like, I mean, it was very one dimensional in what we were doing and you can go back to the very first play. You're in a spring game and I get there's competitiveness. You're in a spring game. You throw a swing pass and you're the first play you play, you run as a swing pass, fake play Pass, try to pass it over the top for whatever you're trying to do. Like, and got batted down. And he got
0: batted down. Yeah. Now, it would have been a touchdown. It would have been a touchdown had if he completed he, if the If he completed the pass. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe we're all,
2: like, clapping. But at the same time, it's like, man, this is your opportunity for Dylan Gabriel. I don't want Drake Stoops throwing touchdown passes in the spring game. Well,
0: that was, that was an opportunity to maybe get some razzle-dazzle at the start. I, I don't mind and kind That's of admire a, the effort. Yeah. But... It can't. It would have been the highlight of the day, which you can't make your highlight. To your point, I think that that's not hopefully going to be the, the definition of, our of what you are. Right. Yeah.
2: So I mean, it's. I think that's what that's what makes me the most nervous. Is I, I want Dylan Gabriel to be a better product this year on the football field, and there's no indication that we have that right right now. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I and I, I'm not saying that there's not a lot of work that's going to go in and and going to be um you know, produced by the by the time we get to that first game. But the it's not even Dylan Gabriel, it's Jeff Levy as well. So I mean it's it's very concerning in my opinion to to see the offense we put out there. I think I hope Saek's the guy that we think he's gonna be and I think I think we can lean on that a little bit and hopefully it comes down to a point where it's like, hey Dylan Gabriel is the equivalent of a Stetson Bennett where we're leaning on our defense to go win us more games than we are our offense so i don't know
0: that's probably going to be not to that extent but will be more of our identity as a football team going forward is a defense that actually is built around winning championships and an offense that gets the job done but i think from at least the standpoint of the offensive coaches and the mindset they've got They want an offense that is premier. They don't want an offense that's just effective. And we right now have an offense that's struggling to be effective. I I look back to last year to say that. I did have a lot of notes on quarterback and offense today, and none of it was very positive. But I I also have some points to make that maybe push back against that a little bit and give us a little bit of reason to cut him some slack. I would say Dylan Gabriel is not great and. it's not elite he needs we need an elite quarterback at OU we deserve elite quarterback player at least people that are promising and pushing to be elite we need more than above average we need somebody in that greatness realm or pushing greatness and I don't see it out of him right now and obviously we didn't see it out of him last year He did have some key plays. Um, We just watched watching the replay, we see one of the touchdowns, the one right before half, and it's a bit of a busted play, really. It's not a bit. It's 100%. The The other two touchdowns, one of them was really just a a well-executed play that I would say creates a bust, and we didn't realize it at first, but watching the replay, that changed our mind a little bit. The other one is a pure bust, uh, yeah. a guy just – and it's sad to see – tight end Smith. Yeah, and you yeah. see yeah. it and you With see the club on his team, arm is so wide open that he yeah, can make that Yeah, first defense <laughs> get completely busted on that. So, yeah. so that's frustrating. One other thing that we saw early on, Jay and I were watching, in that first uh, attempt at a touchdown when they were deep uh, in, in the north end zone, and, and, and Jay called it in the stands. He said it's going to be to Stogner, and sure enough it was. But as we're watching it on here, it's clear that Stogner's open. He just throws the ball too, too late. late. Yeah. He waits, and Stogner has turned. Missed his window. And then he throws the ball. He If he throws that ball before Stogner turns, it either is an incompletion or Stogner catches it for a touchdown. No other person is near that ball. But he waits, and it's actually a contested ball, which is frustrating. And it's something that, that really hampered us last year and plagued Gabriel throughout the season, he wouldn't throw guys open and he continued to get guys in into positions where they were gonna be covered once the ball was released. Yep.
3: Yeah, you can only be so good if you're waiting to throw the ball when your players are open. Yeah. Like that that next step that yeah. you need from your quarterback yeah. is those anticipatory throws where you know his route. Yeah. Like you know that he's yeah, running you know where it's supposed to be a flag route on that play so if the if the safety hasn't come over yet and the corner isn't dropping deep that's your throw
0: just just do it just throw the ball just go ahead and throw it yep and the and the receiver knows to expect the balls in the air he turns to see the ball not turns to see you throw it so let me push back a little bit about our, our pessimism um about the team and about the offense and even about Dylan Gabriel some. I will say Jackson Arnold I thought looked pretty good. You didn't think he looked as good, Lucas. I thought he looked pretty good at times. He definitely looked good running with the ones at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. Um, I, For his first time in a Sooner jersey, playing in front of a crowd in Memorial Stadium, I thought he, he got better as it went along. I didn't think he had any just ridiculous throws or any ridiculous decisions. He was under duress quite a few times, especially going against the number one off uh, defense. Yeah, he didn't have any throws he shouldn't have made. Right. And he
3: didn't have any underwhelming throws yeah. like from arm talent-wise. Right. Or, or And when he did yeah. take off with his legs, who's to say if he would have mm-hmm. gotten tackled on that... Uh, or not, he might have had a 60-yard touchdown run. That's right, as and, well. and
0: several others that he, he did well. Hey, you, you say that. He, he would have been tackled twice on that play. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. We'll see. I well, mean. unlike a lot of the tackling, that would have been single tackles. And one thing I'll say, and that transitions into one of my points, we saw gang tackling throughout the game, which was really good to see. The defense was really swarming to the ball well, and I thought the defense looked good and, and very good at other times. So that's something that we have to take into account with the offense to say, well, the defense did look good and didn't look just good that it was working out for them. They were making plays. They were in position. They were dominating positions, winning the line of scrimmage. They seem to be very good. Now, again, if they were going up against the fourth grade team from McKinley over here, yeah, they look really good. So we have to worry a little bit about offensive line. But a few other points, the lack of the full running backs definitely hampers our offense so one of our number one, if not number one, number two running back in Barnes is not playing today. Obviously, Solchuk is not playing every down. Um, you're, you're putting in second, third, fourth te- teamers, so that's going to hurt. Quarterbacks your, can't run. Quarterbacks can't run, and they know it. Uh, y- your offense is playing vanilla, and that's either an excuse or it is a worry. It's a worry if we feel like they just can't handle the more – complicated schemes it's good if they're just trying to run plain vanilla they don't need to show anything they're just trying to work on fundamentals and basics Um, one other thing that's sort of a half help to it and and definitely a pretty big concern is we clearly need help at at least three positions receiver offensive line and punter And I put those in that order. I think that might be the order in which we need the most help. And I think we'll get some help in offensive line as they develop. Um, There is potentially a transfer coming in on offensive line that could help. And receiver. And receiver. So help might be on the way.
3: There's still two freshman receivers coming in too. Yeah, it's true. Which
0: is a position that you can get on the field as a youngster. Right away as a freshman. Yeah, especially these guys. Uh, Definitely those guys. So there's... There's help on the way at those positions, and now punter, I don't know, maybe it's okay, maybe we won't need to punt so much, but I bet we are going to need to punt a few I bet timers. we punt a lot. And that is, even if we punt a little, you're probably punting enough in the critical games. A lot of three three and a half. We're Nets. not worried about p- punting against punt. Tulsa, we're worried about punting against uh, Texas. So, that didn't look good today at all. That, that looks pretty concerning. Anybody else? thoughts on Dylan Gabriel, uh, Jackson Arnold or other things that they saw that stood out to him. I thought uh, Peyton
1: Bowen does not look like he was in high school 3 months ago. Yeah. He besides just the interception, the body control of the interception yeah. was phenomenal. The body control yeah. was yeah. impressive. But he was making he was out there making tackles on one of those 73 swing passes. Yeah. Um he, I think he did get I think he was the one that got beat on the Gavin Freeman touchdown down to, at the very end of the game. The coverage was decent. It was just a really good throw on that one, so I don't really blame him you know, for that. But, I mean, he jumped out at me. I mean, I, I think a Bowen and Bowman safety tandem could be fantastic if we can get both those guys on the field for at least two more years, I'd say. But I, I don't know if the Pearson kid will take the job, or I don't think – I mean – I think I don't, I don't think Key Lawrence is I don't I don't think it's Key Lawrence's job.
3: No, I think Bowen's one of those kids that you know he's gonna he's gonna get plenty of playing time early, and you're just gonna see more and more and more playing time. And by by game seven, eight, he's, he's the guy. He's a full blown. I mean, starter. he was
1: he was making tackles uh, like over the middle. And it was solo tackles against guys that have been playing here. Wrapping know. up, mm-hmm. so I was I was very impressed with him.
3: Pearson did good too, though. Pearson Pearson does he he made plenty of good tackles too.
2: And that's what you want. You want a, you. That's a good problem to have. Is yeah, competition and you play and this guy position guy. we've been weak you at know, that depth that we've talked about. So, I mean, I think going into this, we talked about the other day just just getting a good look at the defense, and I think we got that. I think. A lot of our criticism is coming on the offensive side of the ball, which A, expected. B, is still a concern, in my opinion, both from a player and a coaching aspect. But from a defensive perspective, outside of a couple of busts, um, the ones played well. I think we are getting depth where we need it, both on the edge and in the secondary. Um, So... I don't know. There's, there's a lot to be excited about in that unit, uh, you know, going forward. So we'll see. I I think it's, it's a weird spring game. Like I, I, we've talked about it. I was, I was really, really bored. And, Mm -hmm. um, I hope that's just because we're trying to work on stuff and it's more of a, a glorified public practice than anything else. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. There's, we got four months till the season, Lots lot to come. Uh, I've been they're...
0: to a lot of spring games, and we were talking the other night, I don't know if this was on the pod or not, but I think I've only missed maybe six in the last, I don't know, 30 years. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more. It's probably more. But it's not more than ten. And I remember being bored and underwhelmed quite a few times. Yeah, uh, That's usually what it is. It's exactly. what it looks like. Right. Sometimes it looks real razzle dazzly and it looks really good. I'll say one thing that I've always tried to see, like, what do you want to see? We talked about this a little bit. Do you want to see the defense dominate? I remember back to many years of the offense dominating, and I can point to examples of it before we had championship runs and before we had some of the worst seasons in OU football history. So I don't know if there's anything that's in particular as a pattern and correlation yeah. you can point to. What you are looking for is solid play and good. Obviously, people know what they're doing. And I see a hints of more of that than in the bad years, but not as much of that as I'd like to see and have seen in the real championship years.
2: Well, I don't know how much it's, it, it really indicates, but one thing, even watching it on TV right now, not a lot of scrambling on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-mm. Not a lot of, I don't know what I'm doing, I need a call, I need to know, like, hey, tell me where I'm going or what I'm doing on this play type of thing. So I hope that's at least somewhat of an indication of, you know, we're getting this system figured out and the the scheme is what we want it to be and we have the right guys in the right
0: place because that, that's where it's all going to start and that's where it's going to end as well. So, Well, that's a point I think uh, related to something Jay and I were talking about when you guys were downstairs, we were looking at the the defensive lineup and the scheme, and I think they're running. They're not running a plain vanilla. They're not running what we ran at the very start of the the season last year, where it's just the most basic possible scheme you can run. They were running things that looks like what they, what Brent Venables wants to run mid season. Yeah, um, to and we a, weren't to even bringing much
1: pressure, and we were. I mean, they weren't blitzing. Right, no, there was no blitzing. And they were still getting getting, getting to the quarterback quite a bit. yeah, absolutely. And a bunch of unaccounted for sacks on the scoring. And they were still letting the play finish out and getting the yardage after the play instead of actually
0: being sacks. Mm -hmm. And the defense... Still is making stops. Still making stops, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of bright spots on defense, to be honest. Quite a few bright spots on defense. And I would say our concerns on offense are going to revolve around the quarterback position there's some weaknesses other places but if if Dylan Gabriel has the same problems next year or this coming year as he's had prior in last season we're going to struggle we're going to have a lot of underwhelming performances and that doesn't have to be an entire game but it can be a critical quarter if you're going up against somebody that you've got a close game against Yeah. Um, We'll just have to see. But hopefully the defense can get off the field and keep us in games in ways that it wasn't able to do last year. Obviously, I'm still pretty optimistic about our record simply because our schedule lines up really good. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll obviously see what that actually looks like once the season comes here and all these other teams are as good or bad as they're actually going to be. But on paper, it looks like some real opportunity for sure. So who's ready for it to be fall? Not me, this not team the, needs a the ton of work. Not the soonest team, yeah. yeah. All right. Emotionally, I'm ready. Um, never want to wish the summer away, but I, I, love, I love it when the fall begins. But no, I think we need a lot of off-season work. Who? What do you guys think will happen in terms of transfer portal, both ins and outs? We talked about this the other day a little bit, but any changes now with this, having seen the spring game? Any ideas of how much activity we'll see there? I
2: don't know.
1: I'm curious what what y'all think. We'll go back to like individual player. What'd you think about DJ Graham on offense? Thought he looked good. I thought he looked good too.
2: I think he, I think he should be a guy.
1: I think he should too. <clears throat> I, I, I don't mean, I don't see why he can't be one of the like the three
2: and, yeah, three or four in best that, receivers in that position group. I think he should be a guy. Yeah. I mean, someone who can go up and be
1: physical. And like he just he and was. he just made the switch, right? So, so he's gonna have a whole summer being able to run routes right. and learn. I mean, because they, they go back home and they get their high school buddies to throw to him and stuff like that. I don't see why he can't get, get in the rotation of being, you know, one of the four guys that gets used the most.
0: Well, I would hope if he runs good routes and catches footballs, he He's definitely playing. gets his spot yeah. and yeah. can play. Because that's something that we have lacked off and on in the past year, really the past few years. I uh, think this is it right here. Can you catch a football?
1: I mean, yeah. do you see – a do you see a guy, I mean, is Jaden Gibson going to get used if he's going to keep dropping the ball all the time?
3: Um, that was disappointing. It's, I'm sure he's disappointed too because he probably goes several practices and doesn't have that problem. But, man, when it, when it's time to do it, when he When the is
2: lights are not, on, you got to catch the and football. And what's, what's bad is it's not even one type. It's not even a ball over the shoulder or over the top. It's a ball to his chest sometimes as well. Yeah. like well, it's the just it's conversion just, was. It's just a quality of hands in general. Yep. Like, and that, that has to be concerning. Yep. I mean, and that, that that is a kid who we have touted as that's going to be our number one guy someday. And he continues to do that. Well, it, can, it almost has
0: to be a mental issue when it's hitting you in your hands. Ava was commenting that in intramurals, she actually got some of the OU gloves on the other day. And she said, I don't have any sympathy for them dropping balls anymore because goes you can throw that ball at me and i will catch it which yeah. it's like it's just stick them on yeah
3: there. i said that 10 years ago the first time i had ever put a same pair experience. on experience
0: yeah. yeah and so it's like how are these legal when you're catching <laughs> exactly. when you're sitting there and a ball is hitting you right in the hands in a picture perfect situation i know there's some pressure but that's the point yeah maybe it is a mental thing with a guy and he and, and maybe you're right jay he doesn't have that problem in practice because it's not the same mental burden. But when you get out there and all the pressure's on, he's not performing. So that's a real concern. So
1: to to your question, that's what made me think of it is that's a guy that people might have circled to think, you know, he's making the switch from defense back to offense. And if he he isn't going to get his chance, he could go somewhere else Mm -hmm. and probably move right into a starting position. You have to think he would. Probably two-thirds of the schools in this country. Oh, yeah. So that's a guy that I was wanting to see if he got any run. And I don't – he wasn't with the ones. I didn't – Noticing him a whole lot really in the first half, but he, he started getting his mm-hmm. his spots in the second half. So, I mean, that's a guy that if he doesn't think he's going to get his shot on offense, then not like he's been blacklisted necessarily, but maybe he just doesn't think he's getting a fair shot at it because he came from the defense. And knows he can play somewhere. Then that's a guy that probably should go somewhere because mm-hmm. he's going to get the opportunity somewhere else. That's good. And that's, that's one player that made me think, you know, in transfer portal we could lose – if and he, doesn't, if he doesn't feel like he's gonna, yeah, and not want to lose. If he doesn't feel like he's going to get a fair shake, I think we lose a quarterback.
2: I think one of those guys is gone. Oh, for sure. Two. So but I mean, we'll see what happens there. I I mean, I think uh, I think Bevel probably says, "Look, this isn't it." And I mean, I don't know how you can look at Arnold today and think that you have any sort of shot of being the number two. Yeah, Arnold's a clear too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And it's I it's, mean, it's, yeah,
0: it is like if there said, was clear. any doubt before, mm. yeah, there's that, no that's doubt it. now.
2: So. Um, whether it be Bevel or Booty or both, um, I hope not both. I, I'd rather see Booty go and try to be something somewhere else. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see some of those fringe guys to, to see where they want to land. Because I do think there's going to be some movement. I just I I can't pinpoint whom. I wouldn't.
1: I didn't. I wouldn't be surprised if like a Reggie Grimes left because we've kind of out recruited. His usefulness yeah. to me because he, we thought after that Nebraska game last year, he started off the season just dominating and getting in the backfield the first What's three he games.
2: Was yeah. he out there? He old? was like with the threes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then he just disappeared the yeah, rest he, of the season. Yeah. Non existent. Ethan Downs, I mean, Bothroyd's going to be starting over Downs.
2: Um, Thomas. I mean, you Ham- got Bartholomew Thomas. You have Attable PJ, A. who's mm-hmm. probably better. You've got Trace Ford, who's out there. I mean, that's that's a tough unit to, to compete.
1: Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be shocked if Grimes leaves. Um, Downs, he's an Oklahoma kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be shocking. He's a Leatherford kid. I, it'd be shocking for him to bounce, but um, I don't know. That that seems like a position that we really haven't had any depth in, and now we've brought in a bunch of guys, and it could be depth that would make other guys leave. Leave, right. So, I agree with that. And what about, uh, I wouldn't... Can Key Lawrence leave again? I mean he he transferred in from Tennessee. Can he transfer in the portal and play right away somewhere else? Right. Was Kobe McKenzie out there today? Yeah. Was he? So uh, Key Lawrence would be wouldn't be shocking to me because Pearson's may get the start this season, but but uh Peyton Bowen showed me today that I mean
2: That's his job for the next three years. Yeah.
1: Uh, if if he's not playing by you know game seven on a regular basis he's he's playing next year for sure yeah so i mean uh key lawrence i think only has one year left anyway right yeah if, so yeah maybe he just sees it that he'll just stick around and and see if he can make that squad but i, don't.
2: I just don't know yeah i don't know if Key can compete in that scheme of things so, so i
0: don't think this is re- i'm sorry to interrupt this no, go ahead. back but back to bevel and this is something we brought up, so I, I was looking up some clarification. You have to set out a year if you transfer a second, a second time. time. So that pushes back against Bevel transferring. And Key and, Lawrence. And, and, key. And, and Key Lawrence and, and Booty. And booty. Um, but, I mean, they may be fine setting out, but they would have to set out a year before they could be eligible. Yeah. And, and that, that may be fine for them depending on where they go, but it uh, depends on what their aspirations are, I think. Key is probably the biggest threat because he probably feels like he has the most chance to go to the next level. I don't think he can sit another year because he. If it's a penalty, Age. it'd be a penalty year, wouldn't it? It's a redshirt year. I think he I mean, just set out. It doesn't matter. I I I didn't read that far into it. But I, I think I, mean, I don't his think his clock would have to, already started. So if he went to somewhere else, he wouldn't have that year. He to wouldn't have out, a year period. Yeah. yeah, that might be the case. But but, although you do have those guys in those. Of course, they have injuries. They've seven gonna, years. He's going to play enough. He's he's going to play meaningful yeah. snaps. I think so too. But yeah. you got to remember
3: know. too. You put you put a lot of these guys on your your special teams units and stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah, but is that satisfying enough in the in the portal era? If
1: you're just a guy that's going to be not given. Well, I mean, technically,
3: you know. he was with the ones today, Key Lawrence. Right. So. Yeah, and that's that's pretty positive there, so. Because the the safety lineup was Key Lawrence and Billy Bowman with the ones, and the twos was Pearson and Bowen.
0: Bowen.
2: But Bowen showed out today. <laughs> Bowen, I I was not expecting to see a kid who looked that big. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that that I mean he looked. He looked developed beyond a high school senior, like Lucas said, three months ago. That's yeah. insane. That's insane to me. I yep. mean
3: Well, he should still be in high school.
2: He should still be yeah. he, yeah. he should be graduating next month.
1: I mean they played in the they played in the state semifinal in December, right? Yep. And it's April. And the dude's out there How about that? making a fantastic interception and he's <laughs> making one on one tackles. He on was on his guy. He yeah.
3: turned. He located the ball. And track the ball, which honestly... What's number 23's
2: name again? And he caught the ball. Josiah Wagner.
0: He caught the ball. Let's just focus on that. He made a play. Exactly. How many disappointing drops have we suffered through over the past several years? Yeah, that was a poorly underthrown ball right there. Yeah, very underthrown ball by Bevel there. I joked that it was a uh, 30-yard back shoulder route (laughs) fade. I was surprised Smothers got as much
1: run as he did with his hand all bandaged up so I mean he's essentially just running with, with his right arm his left arm or his left hand yeah his left of, hand is pretty it wasn't quite a club like the tight end was but I mean he's got his whole wrist has like a roll of toilet paper essentially all, all, all the way yeah. around it
0: yeah I'm,
2: he needs to get a little bigger
0: I would say though that this is we probably have a much more pessimistic outlook than what the coaches and team have I bet they have a pretty positive day out of this they came out of it, as far as we know, basically injury-free, maybe just a couple of dings. Um, they probably saw some information that they wanted to see about About Team 129? About Team 129 and some key players and key positions.
3: Well, when they break it down player by player, it's, it gives them a, a better picture than what we get to look at. But Absolutely.
0: Speak for
1: yourself. When you're looking from when you watch from the end zone, you can well, watch, when you watch everything from the end individually. Zone, you can
0: see so many things. Yeah, yeah. You see so the depth perception alone is yep. just fantastic. Exactly. Well, I, I don't know. How was I, the
1: officiating today?
0: Uh, yeah, hard to say. I don't really understand the picked up flags. <laughs> they, there's, We're looking at one of them where they picked up a flag. I don't. I know think Venables just what's done, going on. Venable just
1: waves his arm, and that means pick up the flags. I would
0: imagine too. That's what it must have been. What it was the hold? That that was close to a hold. It would have been Yeah, they called a penalty there and they that picked was it up
1: slight. because, you know, the white team was too far ahead, so they wanted to... I thought by the end of the third quarter, when it was 72-72, Venables may just say, we're hey, good. we're just going to... All the fans have left, except for you diehards like us, um, we're just going to stop the game now and everybody gets a cookie Seventy-two, seventy-two.
0: <laughs> see no that's where I think the difference is everybody they, wins the medal they're seeing something and they're getting something out of it I think he would probably argue if nothing else they're getting the bang bang out of it and that is something that they want to see is these guys put the effort and put the work in so that was a good move this is again in that last third quarter drive you should have um, Bevel D- hitting who was that DJ uh-huh. DJ. yeah DJ um, a great, he a looks. Great he, move he looks the part the too. He does. He looks a like a wide receiver. Come back out route, yeah, and he makes a just a really good. It was kind of a wobbly move. throw. He was a bad it was, bro. yeah. He just completely fakes the defense out by convincing him he's turning left when he then turns around right. So that was a really good move. Yeah, hopefully he gets. Hopefully he gets a chance. I, I think he's a player who should get a chance to compete. That's He's what he was out of athlete. high school. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Any other last thoughts? Anything we we didn't talk about McCullough. McCullough right, well, looked pretty good. Him. He looked good. 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 He looked real yep. good.
3: And just He looked big. And just from the yeah, just from the eye test, he looks like a type of defensive player that we Putting we haven't had lead. around here
2: for a while. He looks like a guy that's going to go to the lead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, will, I will be shocked if he is not playing over mm-hmm. Justin Harrington day one. I mean, Harrington's running the ones today. McCullough with the twos.
3: I'll say, I hope he doesn't, because because that means that Harrington's that good, developed, and McCullough's. Yeah. Yeah. you you got to put him on the field somewhere. So that means you've got two really good players.
2: Well, that's a good problem, right? It's, I mean, just where like do you think they put him in? I mean,
3: safety?
1: he played defensive end for Indianapolis. For, uh, yeah, Indiana. he was a
3: rush specialist guy, so he's learning the the coverage aspect of his new role in the Cheetah. But, I'd love
1: to see a position against like a SMU or Tulsa where you've got Atabore on one side and you bring McCullough in on the other side. And you've got those two guys as defensive ends just wreaking havoc. We definitely have that would be awesome to see. We
3: definitely have players to, to put together. Oh, I forgot quite about the that third touchdown.
1: down. Five touchdowns
3: to put together yeah. quite the third down uh, pass rush mm-hmm. because uh, Thomas. Mason Thomas is a very good pass rusher. You're gonna have Adabore. You're gonna have, like you said, McCullough coming off the edge. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we can definitely
1: You can use McCullough like that. a striker type, you know, or um oboe position yeah. where, you know, if it's a obvious passing down and you just wanna get the quarterback to throw the ball quickly and maybe make a mistake, that he just does whatever he wants to with
0: the lineman and gets around him. And if he gets around a guy, he can run down any quarterback. Yeah. The difference between him and some of the defensive ends. I mean, he's got the wingspan
1: and, you know, P.J. too. The wingspan is just ridiculous on those guys. Yeah, P.J. um, I want to see those guys get their hands up, knocking balls down. When mm -hmm. they do get their opportunity to play, hopefully, you know, second halves of the early games. Hopefully it's not like, you know, we're in dog dog fights against Tulsa and SMU. Yeah, Yeah, let's hope it's not that. Yeah, Yeah. that we're actually able to, you know, get some – Get some good quality time in there. Hicks, and, bounced, uh,
3: Hicks bounced a run to the outside yeah. early mm-hmm. in the game, and uh, PJ just straight ran him down.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just they weren't finding the edge.
3: That's just the kind of guy that you just can't.
0: The edge is you an area that, get that enough we have weakness in the in the last year, and and we showed much better p- holding position, keeping guys from getting outside on you. Uh, definitely good containment.
1: My main takeaway for the game was the game wasn't very fun, but I'm glad the defense looked more the part. Um, Offense, I saw absolutely nothing whatsoever, and it's disappointing.
2: I'm 100% aligned to that exact exact statement. Defense was glad to see what I saw in some, some positions. Offensively, I've got a lot of concern, both from a personnel standpoint and a coaching standpoint.
3: Yep, I agree. Same. Defensively, it looks like we have more of the players that you've got to have to start winning championships. And offensively, outside of a couple pretty good throws from um, Arnold, everything else is very underwhelming.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that and reiterate it in a way by saying it looks to me like the defense is half a season away from being where they want it to be. Now, I do think it'll get better in future years, but half a season away from being us excited about it and really proud of that side of the football, it looks to me right now like the, the offense is a clean one season away from being where we'd want it to be. And now that I may which be proven, much, I hope I'm proven wrong which about Pretty that.
3: much. Because Jackson Arnold's going to be the quarterback.
0: That, sure. that really is a <laughs> yeah. big, big, big component of it and a few other key positions and some people. Obviously, we're excited about a few positions like running back, but we're not just enamored with these guys. We, will be, we expect good things out of them. We don't expect we'll be mentioning the names of Barnes or Sawchuck in the illustrious company of Mixon and, and Peterson, but it could happen that they get up to that level. We just want good, consistent contributors there in those positions. Same thing at receiver. I don't think we're expecting a, someone to push for the Blitnikoff, but we would like to see stronger receiver play and more consistent receiver play. And all of that looks to me to be, at this point, about a, season, a full season away. But maybe they'll surprise us and, and get things together at an accelerated clip. Well, we'll be back in a, a future episode maybe in a couple of weeks with some guests trying to get some some special guests on to give us some off-season commentary and some other topics and we'll be back soon with some direct interviews with each of us so that you can get us get to know us a little better and and understand why we're homers or why we're realists and and all of that but until next time boomer sooner.